Hey Amarillo, I'm Jason Boyette, and you're listening to Hey Amarillo, the interview podcast featuring some of the most interesting people and stories of Amarillo, Texas. This is my last official COVID Chronicles show, thankfully. It's number 18, which is a lot more than I thought I'd be producing. It seems weird to return to this series after last week's episode, with continued protests still happening. But I've been saying all along that my goal is to document this moment in Amarillo, and for the sake of local history, I don't want to brush this one aside. Before we get to the show, though, a couple of messages from Hey Amarillo sponsors. This week's episode is brought to you by Blue Handle Publishing, which is excited to introduce several new books by local author and business operator Charles D'Amico. The novel Veritas is a thriller following a former FBI agent whose mentor, a former agent himself, has become a famed killer. It's the first book among four right now in the Neil Baggio suspense series. Blue Handle has also just announced a two-book deal with Amazon best-selling author Andrew J. Brandt, also an Amarillo novelist. Learn more about all these books at bluehandlepublishing.com. This episode is also sponsored by Shimon Dental Group and Dr. Eddie Sauer. Summer is the perfect time to straighten your teeth with Invisalign liners, and Dr. Sauer is a national speaker on Invisalign. We're lucky to have his knowledge and expertise here in Amarillo. And right now, all recently graduated seniors and their parents will get $500 off Invisalign from Shimon Dental. The office continues to practice safety precautions, the same ones they've always used, to stop the spread of disease. And their office will continue to be one of the safest places in Amarillo. To learn more, visit shimondental.com, S-H-E-M-E-N. So since switching up the format of this show in the middle of March, I've interviewed a bunch of local people. I thought it was important to change the format when the pandemic and the shutdown landed in Amarillo. And so I've had phone interviews with business leaders, entrepreneurs, city employees, medical personnel, and a lot more. But I also wanted to hear from everyone else, the moms and dads, the husbands and wives, students, employees, about how they experienced this unprecedented season in Amarillo. So earlier in May, when coronavirus cases were still rising in Amarillo and before the George Floyd protests, I set up a digital voice mailbox and asked listeners of this podcast to leave me a message. I wanted them to answer one question— what will you remember most from the pandemic? This episode is being released on June 15th, 2020. Again, these messages were all recorded before the death of George Floyd. As a result, they reflect the local mood around the pandemic, but are not related to the past few weeks of protests. Anyway, things may have changed by the time you listen. Here's the show. Hey, this is Angelina Marie. I'm actually the editor of the Hammerlow podcast and also a commercial photographer. So when I look back years from now, hopefully if we're all that lucky, it's honestly just going to be a blur for me. Uh, I'll remember how the concept of time often slipped away from me because it's not really making sense anymore. I never realized how much I depend on a schedule and I don't have that anymore. I currently live alone. I don't have an hourly job to keep me on track, so my days have kind of blurred together, and next thing I know, I turn around and a few days have gone by, and I can barely recall what I've accomplished, if anything. So needless to say, quarantine has been pretty lonely. There's no sugarcoating it. It just kind of sucks. 
I don't get to spend time with my family, and that's been really tough for me. They've always been the people I can go to to feel better, and I just, for their sake, won't be around them. So, honestly, the best thing I can do to show them I care is to maintain my distance. Uh, even as we grow desensitized to what's going on and we get that itch to venture back into a normal life, I, I know that's not the best thing to do. So as hard as, as hard as it is to be isolated, especially for someone as social as I am, I know it's the right thing to do. And if it saves lives, it's worth the sacrifice. Hey, uh, my name is Buster Ratliff, and I'm the development director for the Panhandle Plains Historical Museum. And I think the one thing I'll remember from the pandemic uh, is just the not having the need to be somewhere and go do something because we couldn't. And so it wasn't about the next event I had to be at or the next person I had to see or the next place I had to be. It was just about the moment and remembering to enjoy the simple, slow pleasures of life. And to me, that stands out more than anything uh, during this pandemic. Thank you. Hi, my name is Casey Tam, and I'm a small business owner in Amarillo, Texas. And I think something that I will take away the most is um, the slowdown, the slowdown of the busy work week and getting to be with my children um, and be fully present in that and getting to really pause and take note of what it is that I want to contribute to our community and what it is that I want to shine a light on um, moving forward. So, yeah, thanks so much for letting us be a part of this. Um, I'm excited to see where Amarillo goes um, when this whole thing is over. Thanks. Hi, my name is Melanie Eggleston, and I'm a licensed massage therapist, and I work in Amarillo, Texas. I think what I will remember most about this time is when everything first started. I contacted my clients to cancel their appointments, and I very quickly realized that I have absolutely no idea when it will be safe to open my practice again. Um, I think the legal aspect of opening massage practicing is very different than the actual ethical and safety that it requires, so um, I'm still kind of in a holding pattern. I have no idea when I'll open. Hey, my name's Colin Cummings, and I live in Amarillo, Texas, and I own a part owner of a restaurant here, and also just grew up here and have lived here since I moved back for about almost 12 years. Um, I think what I will remember most about this moment is just how chaotic it was, and by that I mean, especially in a, in like a news information and political kind of way. I mean, I don't think I ever would have expected to be in a crisis like this as an American and have a federal government that was so uncertain, unclear, and disjointed in how not only did it deal with the crisis, but how it communicated about it, especially through the president, and how that filters down and creates a chaos in just so many ways in your life. I mean, both just in terms of the pandemic itself, but all the uncertainty about what to do, what's best, you know, what's right, who to listen to, who you can trust, all of that. It's just kind of a breakdown of 
some measure of certainty that I think we have in our society and in the institutions that we trust in and that take care of us when this kind of thing happens. So that's what I think I'll remember the most. Hi, Jason. It's Crystal O'Mara, and I think what I'm going to remember most about this is that um, life has significantly shape-shifted for us. We're not even in Amarillo. I'm uh, currently taking care of my grandmother in Lorenzo. Um, you know, with the isolation beginning back in, in March, she, um, she had dementia, and it significantly, um, you know, progressed her, her dementia during that time, and, you know, we weren't allowed to visit her, which um, led to it further progressing. But, uh, you know, in that time, we've, we've moved her home um, for preventative me- measures so she does not um, in- encounter COVID. In the process, I'm, I'm kind of having to grieve her and go through all of that and, and get ready to sell her property and us move forward, and it's hard to say what's going to happen um, because we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what the right thing is for um, somebody in her her mental and physical state moving forward, and and how do we best serve her? You know. And the side note, um, my zero waste advocacy, you know, seems like it's it's taken a hit in certain ways because there's a lot more being being thrown out. But you know, in in that, so much of what I learned about being um, frugal and resourceful was what I learned from my grandmother, and um, it was lessons from the Dust Bowl. So it's uh, wild times, and you know, I'm I'm really grateful for for all the support and love. But um, yeah, sending you all uh, lots of good juju. Hope you're well. Thanks a lot. Bye bye. Hello, Jason. This is Wes Reeves. I am uh, an employee of Excel Energy here in Amarillo, and I've been working from home since about the end of spring break. Uh, seems like uh, quite a long time now. So, uh, so my disruption was actually disrupted further when my father uh, fell. My elderly father fell on April. Uh, I think it was the fifteenth, and broke his hip, and uh, that thus began a week of. A lot of anxiety, and sadly, uh, a week later, he passed away. He had uh, a lot of complications related to uh, the fall and, of course, just being in poor health anyway. Uh, my dad and mom had been sheltering in their home uh, for weeks, and uh, I think it was very stressful for them. It was very stressful and hard for him. Uh, I think it weakened him further uh, to not be up and about and getting out to see his friends. And so uh, it makes me sad when I think about that. Uh, still not clear what we should have been doing during that time. Uh, he, uh, you know, we were trying to protect him, keeping him at home, and I was not able to see him. I think that's been the hardest thing about this, not able to see him. But we had uh, a great service for my dad, even though there were only 10 people allowed at the cemetery or under the tent. And in so many ways, uh, it probably as good as it could have been. So, uh, but as I said, my disruption had an additional disruption, and so I'm kind of working through those issues right now. But I think when I look back that I will remember that time of my father's passing more than anything else. This is Lytton St. Stephen. I founded the Facebook group Can Handle COVID-19 Home Help. And the thing I'll remember most from the pandemic is 
the feeling of being alone with myself more than I have in a very long time, perhaps ever. And the way that that has lent itself to self-exploration and excavation of inner self, um, it's led me to be more honest with myself and not just myself, but with my extended friend groups and with the community at large to be more honest and more vulnerable in those spaces than I think that I've ever been. And one concept that I've been giving a lot of thought to in particular is that of the golden minute, the 60 seconds after a baby is born when it has to learn to breathe on its own. And I think it's the first harsh lesson of life, um, you know, that life is is painful. Um, I think in quarantine, in shelter in place, these social distance spaces, we're all in this kind of strange holding pattern um, collectively together. We're traversing a strange space of suspended time. I think we're all in the golden minute. I think I've realized that within that that space, the most vital component has been simply to remember to breathe. Deep, emotional, psychological, theoretical breaths, and sometimes even physical breaths. Just breathe. And remember that no feeling is final. Even lack of feeling is not final. Just breathe. It's how you get to the next moment. Hey, Jason. This is Brenda Wilkins. I'm a banker with Amarillo National. I hope to remember coming out of this that the phrase, this too shall pass, is remembered in the good times. I hope that that will help me keep in mind to remain much more present, to enjoy what's going on right now, because now we're looking back and we realize that there's a lot of moments out there that will never be recreated, and things are going to be vastly different going forward. So I hope it's not the petty things that I remember, like the inconveniences with shopping and the great toilet paper shortage and that sort of thing. Obviously, we're going to miss the personal contact with people and being able to see loved ones in nursing homes. But again, it's that reminder to live in the present to really appreciate what we're going through now because it's a unique moment in time. Thank you. Hey there, this is Cable Rose. If there was one thing that I remember from this and one thing that I will take away from this time of the quarantine, um, it's that of positivity. Driving on the streets, riding uh, my bicycle, me and my family been going on bike rides and seeing all the families and all the people outside gardening and yard work and waving at each other. And uh, it's just not what the rest of the world probably sees. They have you know, larger communities and larger cities. And I understand that there is some very concern out there, but what I take away right here in my backyard in Amarillo is the fact that uh, we are a positive community and my friends and neighbors, we, we go help each other and go check on each other. Uh, It's not quite where I came from. I grew up in San Antonio, so this is a little bit different of an environment for me, but uh, my takeaway is exactly that. People are positive um, I get to go ride my bike and, and just spend some time with my family. So truly just pouring back into my family is what's been good to me. 
Hi, my name is Michelle Dupuy, and I'm a nurse here. I live in Clarendon, and I work in Amarillo. I, one thing I remember is everyone coming together, um, everyone trying to help each other stay safe, and just a community of love, um, like I haven't seen in a long time. Um feel really blessed to be a part of this community. Thank you. This is Teresa Kennedy in Amarillo, and I'm the president of the Barrio Neighborhood Planning Committee. What I will remember um, are neighbors helping neighbors, checking on them, providing them with food and other items that they need, going grocery shopping for them. That's the greatest memory of all. Thank you. Uh, Cody Linderman, Duliney Auto Parts in Plainview, Texas. The main thing I remember is losing a lot of respect for people sharing these wild conspiracy theories. Jason, how's it going? It's that crazy guy, Jesse Heredia, that sells pizzas at Jesse's Pizza in Borger. Um, so the question, what am I going to remember most? Uh, there were some bads. Uh, my parents were in a wreck. Uh, it affected my industry, but I choose to remember the positives. I'm going to remember I got to sleep in. I'm going to remember I got to eat breakfast with my kids. I would go to work, and when I got done with work, we got to hang out some more. I'm going to remember movie nights. and we It's not as fun as going to the movies, but we try to make it the same. We made po our own popcorn. We bought snacks. My daughter made movie tickets, uh, and we had a good time. I'm going to remember the good people that went out of their way to help others. I'm going to remember how some people overreacted, including myself. I'm going to try and just remember the positives. They're, the negatives are there, but I just choose to remember the positives. Thanks so much. Blessings to you. Blessings to all the listeners. Y'all have a great day. Hey, Amarillo. My name is David Ritchie, and I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Christian Church. And this is what I will remember about the COVID-19 pandemic. I will remember that evening in March when the president first gave his first national address about the coronavirus in America, when Tom Hanks and his wife became ill, and the NBA suspended all of their games. I will remember that on that evening, I suddenly came to the realization that I was now thrust into a bizarre situation of trying to reimagine how a local church can do all that it does but without the capacity to gather. I will remember how awkward it feels to preach into a camera inside of an empty sanctuary. I will remember praying for a dying woman at her bedside via a Zoom call. I will remember my first ever socially distanced wedding and my first ever socially distanced funeral. I will also remember neighbors doing grocery runs for one another church members and citizens sharing their toilet paper and hand sanitizer. I will remember the people who stepped up to make masks, to give their blood, donate food, and contribute finances to those who lost their jobs or income. I will remember the most common question that I received from my church members was, how can I help? And I will remember that it's in times of darkness that the light shines brightest. Hi, this is Sarah Dunn. I am an elementary music teacher for AISD. I teach K through 5 music. The one thing that I will remember the most from this time is spring break, the weirdest spring break ever. 
so much uncertainty, so much anxiety. I'll remember most relating to that the day that Governor Abbott said school would be canceled. Just a wave of sadness because I couldn't see my students, the concert that would never be. Even now, I just miss them so much. Teaching is such a big part of who I am, and not being able to do that was just crushing. I tried my best to try to connect to them through various YouTube videos that I sent out to them. But I'll just never forget that day of just such disappointment. That will be the biggest thing I remember from all of this. Hey, Amarillo. This is Marcus. I uh, am a job recruiter. I've worked from home for the past seven years. And so the transition for me personally hasn't been um, too much other than the transition that's happened with my family. Um, my wife um, has been home full time for the past two and a half months, as well as my kids, uh, three in total, but two who are in school. So what I remember most about the pandemic is the transition that's happened for my kids who have seen their extended family a lot less um, and they've seen their kids or their friends a lot less. We have neighbors um, who live across the street and um, they can't play with them and we beforehand played with them a lot and so I think the image that will be uh, stuck in my head is my girls um, eight and six um, of them talking to their friends as each of them sit on the opposite curb and not being able to hug not being able to play uh, not being able to to be within six feet of each other I know it could be worse. We have not been sick, and we haven't known anybody close who has been sick. But this is going to leave a mark on our kids, um, and um, it's going to leave a mark on on me because uh, because of my kids. Hello, Amarillo. Bye. Hi there, my name is Lindsay London and I'm a registered nurse. Um, and what I remember most about this time is the incredible power of touch. Um, once that was taken away from us, it left a gaping hole in so many of our hearts, you know, just the touch of a hand to be physically close to people. Um, I think it reminded all of us that that exists far outside of just our romantic relationships um, that touches integral to our health and well-being, that we greatly miss it. And um, I look forward to when we all feel safe and comfortable to be close together again. Hi, my name is Jeff Stokes, and I'm a stay-at-home dad here in Amarillo. And the thing that I'll remember the most is how much uh, I miss personal contact, um, how much my kids have missed personal contact with their friends and uh, and their their family, extended family members that don't live in our household. Uh, I miss how much I 
enjoyed shaking hands with with uh, people I'm close with and people I don't even know very well. People casual relationships that um, that I've formed and, and people I know at the places that I frequent. And uh, I really took it for granted how much I enjoy socializing and barbecues and just walking around and talking to people in grocery stores without feeling I have to stand uh, two aisles away. But um, besides all the toilet paper shortages and the conspiracy theories and all the fun stuff that we'll look back and laugh at, I think we'll all look back and uh, remember how much we uh, value our personal relationships and uh, and hopefully won't take those for granted again. Thank you. Hello, my name is Chris Elder. I am an avid listener and supporter of the Hey Amarillo podcast. I think what I'm going to remember most about this pandemic is the opportunity for education and growth. Um, it's easy to dwell on things that are shocking or hurtful or painful or isolating about this period. Um, but I think what I have really, really appreciated and my main takeaway is learning the difference between the different kind of like socioeconomic placement of people and learning how different we all are. Um, you know, it's been said that we are not all in the same boat. We are in the same storm. And I think that that has really given me an opportunity to learn more about people who are more deeply affected than um, I am by the pandemic, um, and it has been an opportunity for me to grow and learn more about that uh, class of people and ways that I can help them. So I really appreciate that. I really appreciate the opportunity to learn more about um, the different types of people who are struggling through this. Um, and also it has given me plenty of like personal growth because I see how much privilege I do have in the simple ability to work from home and to be self-employed. So it's been a time of personal growth. It's been a time of a bigger picture growth. But I, I just, my main takeaway is that I can either draw inward or I can look outward with all of this and I can choose to dwell on how lonely I have felt at some points during this, how isolating it has been. But also, um, it has also given me a tremendous ability to grow and accept more responsibility for my privilege and understand that there are people who do not have the luxury of, um, you know, having basic needs met. And, you know, we, we tend to think and joke casually about things like, you know, I'm going to gain the COVID-15 or so-and-so. And, and I've said it before, and I just think that if you are one of those people that are for, that are gaining weight in this pandemic, that you're one of the lucky ones. You're one of the fortunate ones because not everybody has an excess of food, you know, to gain weight from. So it's just been kind of eye-opening to see how much privilege I have and um, grow from that personally and, you know, within my own community. So if I have to look for a silver lining, that would definitely be it. Hi, my name is Ellie Sadat. Um, I work at Panhandle AIDS Support Organization. Uh, I'm a medical case manager and education coordinator. And thank you for doing this. And I just wanted to call and say that um, one thing that I'll remember uh, mostly from this air, um, a time, crazy time, would be probably the vulner vulnerability of um, individuals uh, that are um, going through so many issues um, during this time and 
trying to survive and um, just sharing that on social media has been really brave. Um, uh, it's been really um, interesting uh, for me because I do like to be around people, but at this time I have been able to find peace um, within myself and uh, just trying to work from home and um, just be happy. And it's been really great to be able to survive this time. Um, thank you so much for doing this again. My name is Ryan McSwain. I'm a local writer in Amarillo. During this whole thing, I've been really proud of my kids and the way they've adapted to school at home. I think what I'll remember most is how my wife, Trisha McSwain, a kindergarten teacher, has worked so hard to keep her students engaged in learning while at home. She's constantly on video meetings with kids and other teachers. Uh, then she started teaching science on AISD show, The Secret Classroom. She created all her own content and chased down props for herself and the other teachers. I'm really proud of her and all the people involved. There are a lot of teachers out there making the most of a rough situation, and I hope they all realize how much we appreciate them for it. This is Stephanie Price, and I'll say my most memorable things are the highs and lows of COVID-19. The highs of being able to pivot in my job, doing really cool content for the museum, and having a team just come together and change our entire way of doing things in a matter of hours. And I think the lows of missing family and friends and being really isolated, but also finding ways to connect through a screen. So I think COVID-19 has had a lot of highs and lows, canceled vacations and birthdays, but pivoting to house party and things like that. So I think it's definitely been an up and down time for everyone. Hey, Amarillo, this is Jenny Inzarillo at High Plains Public Radio, and I just want to let you know what I think I will remember most about the pandemic. I'll remember staring at my age-progressed hands raw and chapped from vigorous sanitation as I paint my nails with overly cheerful and garishly improbable color combinations. I'll remember ordering takeout and feeling like Mother Teresa because here's me hanging a fang on some zazers to support local pizza shops. Such a saint. I'll remember opening a package from Seattle, a box of goodies for my sister, did makeup samples, a buttload of coconut nests from Russell Stover's, and a homemade face mask that she sewed out of fabric from Arnani, where her lack of attention to the design on the center seam allowed two floral pink stripes to bisect my face like lady bits. I'll remember sending off John Prine and sending cash to unemployed friends, because though I may be broke, I still have a job for now. I'll remember seeing kids on swings in purple latex gloves and a few too many used cars on busy streets with for sale signs in the window. I'll remember the kind staff at Amarillo International Food Market who not only opened their doors after having just closed, but also for fetching me some flour from their bakery stash when the bags from the shelf were sold out. I'll remember the triangular drape of hanky bandanas tied over faces like the Old West, like robbers, like this is a stick-up. I'll remember human kindness, sourdough starter, crying in the car during NPR's morning edition because it's just so bad and I'm so scared for everyone. I remember grocery shopping for friends who had symptoms, jogging in the sunshine on deserted brick streets, digital dance parties, virtual happy hours, boxed wine, streaming TV, gardening, painting, and not missing going out at all because, wait, I never go out. This is really not that different for me. Doing nothing is something I'm really, really good at. And I'll remember being thankful every day in a way that I never have been unless there was cheesecake because maybe there's hope and maybe people are truly good. Thanks for all you do. Hey, Amarillo. 
And that concludes the episode next week, hopefully. I'll return to my usual sit-down interview format. Until then, I want to say thanks to everyone who called in to share their memories and experiences. Thanks also to Blue Handle Publishing and Dr. Eddie Sauer at Shimon Dental for sponsoring this episode. If you or your business is interested in sponsoring the show on an ongoing basis, I would love to talk to you about it. You can contact me through heyamorello.com or visit patreon.com slash heyamorello. Thanks, as usual, to Angelina Marie for editing all of these different files into a seamless podcast episode. Supporters of this show include executive producers Valerie Gooch, Jess Heredia, Josh Wood, Joshua Rafe, Chriselda, Patrick Burns, Wes Reeves, Wilson Lemieux, Jason Burr, Katie Linger, Jennifer Callahan, Neil Nossiman, Corey Burns, and Ryan Pennington. This has been episode 149. Next episode's a milestone. My name is Jason Boyette, and I'll see you next week.